Hi, I'm Edward Sree, and welcome to All Things Catholic, where real faith meets real life. Have you ever had times when you don't feel close to God in prayer? You show up in the chapel, you pull out your Bible at home, you're taking time for prayer, and you're hoping to deepen your friendship with God. That's why you're praying. You want to have a deeper union with Him, but as you get into your prayer, you feel like it's not going well. You're distracted. Your mind is wandering a million directions. You're restless, and you realize your, your heart isn't really into it. And, and you feel like you're just not good at this prayer thing. And you, you tell yourself, I, I don't know how to pray. And you're wondering, is this even worth it anymore? The hardest part of all is that you don't feel close to God in this time. You're wondering, where is God? I used to feel close to him. I, I used to have this connections, a sense that my prayer was making a difference. But I, I just don't feel like I'm accomplishing anything in this prayer time. Have you ever had those sentiments in prayer? If you have, I want to encourage you. I want you to know you're not alone. You're not alone. No, countless souls have had similar trials in their prayer time. Even many of the saints have had these kinds of struggles. I know we think about the saints and they're amazing, right? God's grace is with them in powerful ways. And yet they're also human and they have described how their mind wanders. They struggle with distraction. They struggle with staying awake. They struggle with being focused. They struggle sometimes in putting their heart into prayer. The saints have a lot to tell us about what is happening in this time when we don't feel close to God in prayer. I think that's a good question. What's happening here? If prayer is supposed to be so important for the Christian life, why is it so hard sometimes? And most of all, Where is God in the midst of those trials? And how are we to respond when we feel like we're in the desert of our prayer life? How do we respond in these moments of trial, difficulty, darkness, and dryness? That's what we're going to take a look at in this week's podcast. So welcome to All Things Catholic. I am your host, Edward Sree. Uh, Please also pray for all of the Focus missionaries. It's so exciting. I've been in Lincoln, Nebraska, where we are for the first time in 10 years have had all of the missionaries come together for our summer training. Every summer we do training, and we've been doing it at two different locations, up at Umary in Bismarck, North Dakota, and down at Ave Maria down in Florida, pretty much for the last 10 years. And this is a wonderful opportunity for our 25th anniversary in Focus this year to bring all the missionaries together at the heart of our mission for summer training. We'll probably never be able to do this again because there's no place that could hold uh, all of the missionaries together. Uh, but if you could please pray for all the missionaries and their formation as they're preparing to go out on mission and evangelize on the college campuses across the country and around the world. Now, I, I want to share with you something interesting that I learned from just talking to many people who have done my my programs, uh, like a biblical walk to the mass or the walk with Mary or the no greater love, a biblical walk through Christ's passion. And in hearing them and hearing what they're interested in next, do you know what one topic that came up that a lot of them have said they really want to go after? It's Catholic spirituality. They really wanted to learn more about the saints and the spiritual life, the Catholic spiritual life, the life of prayer. 
And I'm so excited because we have a brand new study coming out on this very topic of Catholic spirituality. It's called When You Pray, A Clear Path to a Deeper Relationship with God. And isn't that what we all want? We want that deeper relationship with God. We don't want to just go through the motions in our faith. We don't just want to believe all the right things and do all the right things. That's all essential, of course. But we want a deeper friendship. We want that deeper closeness with God. And there's a wonderful tradition from the saints in the in the Catholic Church that helps us to go deeper and experience the transformation that God wants to work in our souls. Do you long for that transformation? Do you long to not just be a Catholic that goes through the motions, but a Catholic that's really being changed? The roots of your weaknesses are being healed and transformed by God's grace. Do you long for that deeper friendship with God? That's what this study is about. It's called When You Pray, A Clear Path to a Deeper Relationship with God. We filmed all over Italy and features so many saints that spent time there, whether it was modern saints like St. Mother Teresa, St. John Paul II, classical saints like St. John of the Cross, St. Francis of Assisi, St. Catherine of Siena, St. Benedict of Norcia. So bringing together many different kinds of spiritualities and traditions in the Catholic faith, but applying it to our lives today. And so if you struggle with weakness and you know you have these tendencies, these sins, these vices that you keep bringing to confession, how do you experience the healing power of God's, not just his forgiveness, but his change in your life? How do you experience that transformation? The saints have a lot to tell us about that. Or maybe you struggle with trust. Do you struggle trusting God? Do you struggle really surrendering to him and having interior peace, confidence that no matter what happens in your life, God's in charge? Do you ever struggle with that anxiety that gnaws at you? Well, this study gets into that topic and the wisdom of the saints. Or, or do you long to be able to live as a Christian in this world, this secular world? How do you navigate being a Christian in this world, but not be of the world? How do you build good Catholic culture in your own heart and in your own family, in your own home? The wisdom of the saints has a lot to offer us. And even the topic we're going to look at in this episode today, the struggles we experience in prayer. What do I do in those? What's the meaning? What's the purpose of those struggles? Why does God allow that to happen? And how is God leading me to a deeper relationship with him? How do I respond to experience that deeper friendship with him in those struggles? Uh, That's another topic we explore. So if you want to go deeper into Catholic spirituality, you want to go deeper in your life of prayer, you can check out this study. It's called When You Pray, A Clear Path to a Deeper Relationship with God. It's not about how to pray. It's more about the journey God wants to take you on in your life of prayer. And this is the fruit of wisdom from the saints that I've been blessed to teach in a spiritual theology class I've taught for over 20 years. I'm so excited to be able to make this accessible in this beautiful video series. So if you have a men's group, a women's group, Bible study group, check out the study. If you'd like to learn more about the program, you can go to ascensionpress.com slash when you pray. That's ascensionpress.com slash when you pray. You can go there, learn more about the program. You could watch some clips of the videos. You could see how it could fit for your small group or your family or your individual viewing. Again, you can go to ascensionpress.com slash when you pray to learn more and to pre-order now. Now, let's go back to this topic here of what's happening when we're struggling in our prayer life. You know, we, we want to pray. God wants us to pray. Why is it so hard sometimes? Why is it that if I'm sincerely showing up at prayer and I, and I don't feel close to him and I'm so distracted and I'm restless and I, I don't feel that connection with God, why is that happening? Well, one reason the catechism explains is that maybe we need a deeper conversion. 
Now, I'm just going to throw this out there because we just have to note this, that one reason we might not feel close to God in prayer is that we have a certain sin that we're not, we're not confessing, we're not repenting of. We've been rationalizing this sin. So maybe we're doing something, maybe we're saying something, maybe we're looking at something that we shouldn't, and we keep rationalizing and saying, oh, you know, that's not a big deal. Everybody else does this. And um, yeah, I know the church says you're not supposed to have premarital sex, but you know, it's not that big of a deal. We love Jesus and we go to adoration. You know, like like when you're rationalizing a certain sin, you know, it, it, it's, it makes sense that you're not going to have that sense of God's closeness in prayer as much. Because it's not so much God turning away from you, you've turned away from him in that sin. And so what you need to do is repent. You need to bring it to confession. You need to tell God, God, I did this. God, I've, I've been repeatedly treating this person this way. God, I have been committing this grave sin. Whatever that is, we want to bring that to the Lord. So the Catechism explains that's one reason we might not feel close to God in prayer is that there's a, a sin that we've been rationalizing, making excuses about, trying to justify, and we just need to come to Jesus and tell him sorry and change. And we do that, especially in confession. Now, I, I'm going to, I note that, but I want you to know that there could be many other reasons why we don't feel close to God in prayer that have nothing to do with a sin problem. In other words, there are many souls that really love Jesus and they're being faithful. They're not perfect, but they really are being faithful to the teachings of the church and they're following the moral law the best they can. And, you know, they, they really are sincere. They, it's not a sin problem. They really are showing up to, to prayer and they still struggle. Why, why are those souls struggling? I love you, Jesus. I want to be close to you. And I'm showing up for prayer, but I just don't feel that connection with you. I wonder if you're really there. I don't feel close to you. I, I'm distracted. My heart's not in it. What's happening, Lord? Why does that happen to faithful souls? I get that, okay, someone's got a sin and they're just trying to justify it. I, I, I can understand why. That's easy to see. Okay, I can see why they don't feel close to God. But I think we want to ask the other question of it, but for the sincere Christian, the faithful disciple— why do they feel not close to God? What's happening there? Well, one great saint, one of my favorite saints, it was one of the saints we feature in the study. It's St. Catherine of Siena. I don't know, by the way, I don't know if you've ever been to Siena, Italy, in Tuscany. It is absolutely beautiful. Just the drive there is spectacular, going through the Tuscan countryside, seeing the Chianti fields. Oh, it's just, just magnificent. And then you get up into the city and, and it's a beautiful medieval city. They've got a beautiful central piazza, lots of rich history there. The Duomo, the cathedral is spectacular. Um, and then, of course, the great St. Catherine uh, is, is there as well. So, uh, so much in that city, and we were able to feature that in the, in the video series. But I want to share with you one of the great insights that St. Catherine gives us about why we might struggle with prayer even though we really want to pray and we're giving our best, we're trying to concentrate, but we feel like it's not going well. You know, one thing, one thing she identifies is this, that it could be simply the devil discouraging us, that the devil many times wants us to think our prayer is not pleasing to God. The devil wants to discourage us. He wants us to think we're not good at prayer. He wants us to think that our prayer isn't worth it that our prayer is not having an impact at all, that we're not good at this prayer thing, so we should just give it up. 
You see, we have to be aware of this, that the devil knows how powerful prayer is. He knows how much of a difference it makes in our lives. And so he will use anything to break us from our habit of prayer. He'll even use our good desires. The good desires we have to pray well, he'll use those to get us to break our prayer. Now, what does Catherine mean by this? Well, think about it. You know, when we have those moments we, we don't think prayer is going well, I'm just too distracted, I don't feel like I'm getting a lot out of it, we feel badly, right? <laughs> I know when that happens to me. Uh, I'll, I, I could spend an hour in the chapel and I, my mind's just wandering too much or I'm sleepy, whatever it is, and I just go, oh, Lord, I, this is horrible. <laughs> I, I, I stink at prayer. And we, I feel badly about that when that happens. I feel badly when I don't pray well. The devil can use that to discourage us. That good, sincere desire. I have this sincere desire to pray well. And I have this acute awareness that my prayer life isn't going well. That I haven't been focused on Jesus. I'm thinking about my to-do list. Or I'm thinking about this problem at work. I'm thinking about a movie I watch. You know, so my mind isn't there. And I'm very aware that I didn't give my best in prayer as I had hoped. And so I want to pray well on one hand, but I, I have I have the knowledge that it didn't go great. And the devil will use that to get me to think that my prayer isn't worth it. He'll get me to be discouraged. So I stop praying. That's what the devil wants to do. So I get these thoughts in my head. Oh, I'm not good at prayer. I don't get anything out of this. I stink at this. Maybe I should just give this up. I have too much else going on in my life. Why do I even bother? I just feel like I'm wasting time. If you have those voices in your head, no, that's not, just know that that's not coming from God. That is not coming from God. That is coming from the devil. Those voices are coming from the devil because he does not want you to pray. And he will discourage you to get you to think you are not good at prayer. Your prayer isn't fruitful. Your prayer is not pleasing to God. So Catherine explains that the most important thing to do in these moments when we're struggling in prayer and we feel like it's not going well and we don't feel close to God, the most important thing we want to do is persevere. That's the key. Persevere in prayer. Never give up. It's the devil who wants you to stop praying. So no matter how, how dry your prayer feels, no matter how badly you think it goes, keep showing up every day. Be faithful to your daily prayer life. It's not about the feelings. That's not, that's not, that's not the, the quality of your prayer life. is isn't measured by your feelings and your own evaluation of how it's going. The most fundamental level of prayer is your intention, is that you sincerely are coming to God and trying to pray. This is the, the wonderful insight from the great doctor of the church, St. Thomas Aquinas. The great St. Thomas Aquinas tells us that the intention to pray is the foundation for all of prayer. Sometimes I, I sincerely desire to give God this time in prayer, so I show up with a good intention. So even if I lose attention, my mind wanders, I get distracted, my heart's not in it, I'm thinking about other things, I'm falling asleep. So even if I lose attention, if I at least come with a sincere intention that intention permeates the entirety of my time in prayer. Now, I want to be clear. We, we have to show up with a good intention. 
I can't show up to the Adoration Chapel and then pull out my phone and check email. That's not a good intention. <laughs> or or I, I, I pull up my Bible at home and I, I say I'm going to pray, but instead I just pull out my to-do list and I spend 25 minutes just making a to-do, my to-do list and you know thinking all about how I'm going to get things done this day. That wasn't a good intention. I'm talking about like we sincerely try. I say, Lord, I want to give you my best. That's why it's so important. The first moments we spend in prayer are the most crucial those first seconds, those first couple of minutes, when we walk into the chapel, for example, and we kneel down before the Blessed Sacrament, are we doing it reverently? Do we make a good sign of the cross, not just a hurried motion, not just a routine act, but no, am I really trying to put my heart into it at the very beginning? Do I at least tell God, God, I want to give you this time. I love you, Lord. I praise you. I know you're here. I want to give you this time. Do we come with a good, sincere intention? If we at least do that, that's foundational for the entirety of our time in prayer. Now, don't get me wrong. We want to get better at being focused. We want to try to maintain attention. There's many methods of prayer, expressions of prayer that we can incorporate, and we'll talk about those at other times. So that's that's to get, get better. But I, I want you to see that even if you lose attention, Having a good intention is foundational. I think about a, a story. I've told this story many times. Maybe you've heard me at a conference say these these words here where I, I, it was a, a couple of years ago. It was Mother's Day. And I remember my little daughters got her, my wife some flowers. So my wife comes down the stairs the morning of Mother's Day and they put these flowers in a little vase and put some water in it and, and, and gave them to Beth and Beth was just so excited to get these flowers. Now, you know what these flowers were? They they were a bunch of weeds from the backyard. <laughs> now, they weren't roses. They weren't lilies. They were a bunch of weeds. And they weren't even the pretty, you know, I mean, dandelions, you know, those yellow dandelions, those at least have some kind of beauty to them. No, these were those like really ugly, rotten weeds that, you know, they're, they're really pokey, like they hurt your fingers when you touch them. And they just look disgusting. <laughs> you know, that's what that's what they put in the vase. And they're like, here, mommy, these are for you. Happy Mother's Day, you know. And uh, Beth was just so excited. She had this big smile. And she said, oh, thank you so much, girls. And she gives them a big hug and she smells them and says, thank you. And I'm thinking, this is crazy. (laughs) But, you know, I think what you see in that story is that Beth, you know, she didn't really care about what was inside the vase. What she saw was that they came wanting to give their mommy a gift. She saw their heart. She saw their heart that their their the they were thinking about their mom and they wanted to honor their mom. They wanted to express their love for their mom, and so uh, that's what Beth saw. And I think our heavenly Father looks at us the same way because sometimes when we show up in prayer, we may feel like we have an empty vase that we're giving to God. It's just empty. There's just nothing there. I don't have anything to give to you, Lord. I just wasted this whole time in prayer. My mind wasn't with you. My heart wasn't with you. It feels like an empty vase. Or I feel like my prayer was just a bunch of weeds. <laughs> just a bunch of weeds. And wonder, Lord, is are, are you even interested in this? Is it even worth it anymore? Like We could feel that, right? But our Heavenly Father doesn't care as much about what's in the vase that we bring to Him in prayer. It's the fact that we're bringing a vase to Him. We want to give Him a gift, a gift of our time, a gift of our love, the gift of our prayer. So that even if the vase is empty or the vase 
looks like it has a bunch of weeds in it. That's how I feel my prayer life is. Know that God sees more than the vase. He sees your heart. And so remember the wisdom of St. Catherine of Siena. It's the devil who wants you to think your prayer life is not worth it. The devil wants you to think your prayer is not pleasing to God. Why is the devil putting those thoughts in your head? Because he wants you to stop praying. He wants you to give up prayer. And he'll use discouragement to keep you from persevering in your prayer life. So what's the key? In summary here, what do you do when you face these moments of darkness? You don't feel close to God. You're struggling in prayer. The first keys we're going to look at here is to remember to persevere, never give up. Just keep showing up. The act of the will is where love resides. Love resides in the will. It's not in the feelings. It's in the will. And if you, in your will, make the commitment, I'm going to show up at this chapel at this time every day to pray, or I'm going to pull up my Bible in the morning at home every day and pray at this time. I'm going to be committed to pray. That's, that's where love is. You're showing your love for God by just persevering in prayer, even if you feel like it's not going well. And then secondly, remember that it's your intention that's foundational to your prayer life. Now, again, we want to get better at maintaining attention and focusing and going deeper into prayer. We'll talk about that more later in, in the podcast this year. But at the basic level, don't ever feel like you, you accomplish nothing because the sincere intention you have to just show up in prayer, that itself is a beautiful gift you can give to God. And so don't ever let the devil discourage you and, and and lead you to break your faithfulness to prayer every day. Now, there are many other things that we can look at about the struggles in prayer, and we can learn more about what God is doing in those moments. I'm going to talk about that in uh, upcoming episodes, but I hope this introductory session has been helpful for you. And if you want to go deeper in your prayer life, you want to go deeper with the saints in your friendship with God, check out my new study, the When You Pray study that was filmed in Italy and covers the spiritual life. So some of the themes we talked about today are in that study and goes a little, it goes a little more in depth. And you could check out the program, learn more at ascensionpress.com slash when you pray. That's ascensionpress.com slash when you pray. And if you have any questions, you can always reach me on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram, or on my website, edwards3.com. That's edwardsri.com. <laughs>